0: Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Hey, hey, Cubs fans. It's Nick Hudson with another Cubs OnTap episode presented by OnTap Sports Network. Uh, last night, I introduced myself, and I'd like to uh, introduce someone on right now, Brian Mishler. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your Cubs background, Brian?
1: So yep, Brian Mishler here. I've been a writer for On Tap Sports for about six weeks. A fellow IU alum, but as far as my IU or not my IU, my Cubs background goes. I'm from South Bend, so it's kind of close to Chicago. But really, I was just brought up as a Cubs fan by my parents. My dad's a diehard Cubs fan, so that's pretty much how that went. As far as my earliest memory as a Cubs fan goes, honestly, it was. As sad as it is to say, it's probably the 2003 Bartman game. I'll never forget that, watching that on TV. I was only eight, so before that, I don't really remember much. As far as the best memory goes, honestly, I mean, I had a good couple years in, like, 2007 to 2009, but the best memory, obviously, is the World Series, but that doesn't really count. I would say just, like... the. 2015 Cubs, when they just like in 2014, they won like 75 games or something, I think. And I was like, okay, 2016's probably the year we make the playoffs. And then 2015, they randomly go out and tear the second half of the season and win 97 games. That was probably the most excited I've been as just a fan in general of sports because it was so long since they were good. And there was just so much hype around the fan base back then, and still is. But 2015 was a great year.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely remember that magical 2015 season. I was on board with you. I thought that 2016 was going to be the year when we start to really become a contender. But they came out of nowhere, man, in that second half, and they just they destroyed. So let's get into a little bit of 2019 Cubs with uh, the game today. What did you think about it?
1: I liked it. I mean, you you Darvish is finally starting to put it together and I could not be more happy for the guy. I mean, he seems like a great dude on all accounts and he's just got some nasty stuff, so it's 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 good to see him finally put it all together and he actually start is starting to look like the ace that the Cubs paid for. So that's great news. I mean, I'm pulling up some stats here on Fangraphs. And this was true like two weeks ago before these two really good starts Yu Darvish had. Yu Darvish has the fifth lowest hard hit percentage of any starter in Major League Baseball. So that just means if he stops walking people, he's going to end up being that ace that the Cubs wanted because he's just not giving up hard contact. So if he figures out his commands, which he has done lately, I think, I think we got what we paid for right there. And he shrunk down his arsenal the past couple, like, five or so starts, so he's not pitching as many pitches, which makes it easier for him to command his stuff where he wants to. And he's clocking it. He threw 98 miles per hour three straight times to strike out Yasiel Puig in the sixth inning today. I never thought I'd see that much velocity in the sixth inning for you, Darvish, as a Cub. So that those are all great things to look to move forward on for the season for the Cubs. What about you? What do you think of the game?
0: Yeah, I also thought Darvish did really well. You know, he's starting to look like that elite starter. Just like you said, I, I liked what you said about that soft contact rate. Right? You know, earlier in the season, he wasn't getting hit a ton, and his main problem was the walk and it was coming in to bite him. And then a little bit middle of the season, I'd say that home run ball random random in the game would just bite him, and it was horrible but today I think the difference maker was that fastball he was really locating that fastball early on in the counts he used it a lot more than he has in his other starts and I really think it set up his slider but as you said he's a really good guy he's been a really good pitcher in the past and I'm hoping that this is what the Cubs got and this is what we paid for because 125 million dollar starter you know, should be looking like a $125 million starter. He needs to be our ace. And, you know, if he stays on this track, I think we can get what we wanted out of him.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And you're totally right about the fastball. He's starting to trust it more. I thought in previous starts, he would just go to his cutter and slider way too often. But trusting his fastball more. I mean, when you throw in your pop in the mid at 97, 98 miles per hour, you got to trust it more. I mean, that's yeah. gas, even for today's MLB. But, yeah, I really liked what I saw with Darvish, as we've said. And I just think, I mean, they couldn't have asked for a better start. I said at the All-Star break, I was like, with the Pirates and the Reds, they got to win five of their first six. And they did exactly that. You can't reasonably expect them to come out sweeping, like, two sweeps in a row. That's just not reasonable. So I thought they've, this is the best they've looked. All season, besides that one 14-2 stretch at the beginning of the year. But I'm excited. According to fan graphs, right now they have a 70.5 chance of winning the division, which just proves to uh, how everybody's seeing the Cubs and how they forecast them the rest of the year. Especially because, I mean, nobody in the Annals Central is really separating themselves for the past two months besides the Cubs right now. So there's a lot to be excited about with this six-game stretch right coming out of the gate to the second half.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's a very tough division, as we all know. Everyone in our division is playing very, very good ball. And coming out of the second half, as you said, two sweeps aren't really, you know, likely. But if you look at the last game that we lost against the Reds, and the first, the first game against them, errors really were costly. So our offenses remain there, and our pitching is pretty good. So I'm hoping that we can keep this stretch going. So. Let's dive into the game a little bit. So, Chris Bryant, he's doing great, man. He is white hot right now. He goes deep um, in the first inning.
1: Yeah, he was perfect. I mean, his OPS, I believe, is at 971 right now. He's scorching hot. I mean, like I said, Darvish looked great. but And how can – like Jason Hayward, he's also been white hot too. I mean – he, he rattles off like four foul balls. I believe it was the seventh inning. He's down one-two count, just like fouls four off in a row, two good or all good pitches. And then he ropes one down the right field line. I mean, the dude's finally, just like Darvish, finally looking like the guy they paid for. And I also couldn't be more excited about the guy because he seems like a great guy, really respected in the locker room. So it's really great to see him swing the bat the way he is. I mean, the Cubs – lineup right now one through six i'd say is as good as anybody anybody's in baseball
0: i have to agree with you i like what you brought up with hayward hayward was actually my cubs pick to click yesterday and today he came out for me and he came up big in the uh eighth inning so it was or actually sorry it was the seventh inning it was great to see him rope that double down the line uh, he's seeing the ball a lot better it looks like he's taking much better swings as of all the Cubs hitters, one through six, like you said. So it's going to be great to see what happens for the rest of the year. But definitely you Darvish looked really sharp. And um, let's get into the bullpen a little bit because, you know, we've had some falters in the last – even in the first – the first half wasn't good, but even in the second half, the bullpen didn't remain sharp all the way till now, like the offense. So what did you think about the bullpen today?
1: Yeah, I thought the – Today, the bullpen looked good. You had Kinsler a little bit of a regression there. He has, like, a, I mean, before today, he had, I believe, like a 1.86 ERA. Like, he is, he's been phenomenal this year, don't get me wrong, but I don't think he's that good of a pitcher, so regression had to come eventually. He's still still big for the bullpen moving forward, but he gave up a couple of runs there. I really like what we're seeing out of Kimbrell. Shut the door. Besides that one... Um, one game against the, against the Pirates where he didn't really blow the save. A lot of mental errors on, on, on the defense's part was kind of the reason for that. But other than that, he's looked very good as a Cub. So he's got electric stuff. We all know that. He's got put-away stuff, which is something really the Cubs bullpen doesn't have, which is why getting Kimbrell was so crucial because he can, stri- he can strike out the side in the ninth. But the bullpen didn't have that back. Back before they signed him. But yeah, the bullpen's been really good for about a month now. I mean, oh. Stroke gave up like a three run bomb a couple games ago. But I really think the bullpen is I'm not gonna say it's one of the best in baseball, but I mean that's not that's that's not an excuse anymore to not winning games, that's for sure.
0: Definitely. Yeah, kimberl did great today. It's funny. Uh last episode our inaugural episode, we had a question at the end of if we were worried about Kimbrel. And, you know, we, we said we weren't worried. We were just basically annoyed, but we're happy to have him. We were really happy to have him. And today it was nice that uh, there was really no drama. And uh, that was really what counted, is the drama. You know, all Cubs fans want is to see someone come in and just shut the door, like you said. So that was great to see uh let's move on to our web gems and the for those that don't know that is gonna be like any good play anything you saw out there brian that you want to you know talk about
1: honestly off the top of my head nothing really comes to mind to be honest i mean yeah nothing really comes to mind right now what about you nick what do you think
0: i saw a really good catch um in left field by Bryant, but like you, nothing really comes to mind. It was just that he made a diving catch on a ball that was tailing away from him. Um it would that, have been yeah, probably that, yeah.
1: You saw that too. To do, especially yeah, I that now that you say that, that comes to mind. Forgot about that one. But that just proves how valuable Chris Bryant is. Cause, Cause I mean the dude not only has one of the best OPSs in baseball, he's a phenomenal hitter, but he can play four positions third base, first yeah. base, right field, left field. And with how Joe Madden likes to platoon positions and mix and match, like he, he's one of the most valuable players in baseball and perfect for the Cubs lineup and what Joe Madden wants to do. I mean, for being left field and right field, for, for that to be his secondary position and to make a play like that, that's hard to do.
0: Yeah, I agree. And it's just an ode to Joe Madden's team. It's versatile. I mean, we see people we saw Contreras in right field that other day, and you know, it never, it never fails to amaze me because these guys they play all different positions. No one's really just stuck at one. So just like you said, very versatile, and it's very good to see that Bryant can make that play at a secondary position because that's not a routine play, by, by any means.
1: No, not even like. Honestly, I don't even think Schwarber makes that play. So yeah, it's off, off to Chris Bryant.
0: I agree. I agree. So we'll move into uh tomorrow's matchup now. Um but it's not we have an off day tomorrow. So we have San Diego, the Padres coming in on a very hot weekend. It's supposed to be in the hundreds this weekend. So the ball is gonna be flying. The pitchers are gonna be tired. Uh so Leicester's uh gonna start on Friday against uh Lore and um Lore has a four point zero four URA. Lester is a three point seven four Lester's been good this year. He's been sharp. Uh, I'd like to see him go a little
1: longer Friday than he has been as of recently. Yeah, I would agree. Lester's just like a tale of different stretches. I mean, at the beginning of the year, he couldn't have looked better. And then he had like a seven-game stretch where he could not have looked worse. And the last couple, like four, maybe five starts, he's just been like right around even. I mean, with a 3-7-4 that's very good. I mean, John Lester's... Was supposed to be declining at this point of this contract, and he is not, which proves to how just much of a competitor he is. But, I mean, I haven't watched the Padres much this year. I'm not going to lie, but, I mean, they got Manny Machado. You got two of, the, two of arguably the best third basemen in baseball, Chris Bryant and Manny Machado, so I guess that's something to look forward to. Yes. The Padres, the Padres aren't out of it by any means, so they should be coming ready to play. And, yeah, it's going to be a hot one. So, you people that are in the bleachers, you might want to might want to put some sunscreen on. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, they have uh, Framil Reyes and Tatis Jr. They're actually a very good home run hitting team, even at their own ballpark. And they, that is not a hitter-friendly park. So, it's scary to hear them come into Wrigley Field with their hot bats. But, you know, they're powerful. But the Cubs have been playing very good the second half. And I guess that works perfectly into our next segment of, do we have any questions about the Cubs? Is there any underlying questions that we want to ask and, and talk about here to try to like solve some problems?
1: Yeah, I would. Well, it's like with the deadline coming up, you got to ask like, what's something realistic you can expect the Cubs to do to bolster their weaknesses. I would say, their biggest weakness is, is position player depth, but that weakness is a little bit alleviated with Robel Garcia coming up the past two weeks. But my question specifically is, what can the Cubs get out of Ian Happ moving forward? Because Ian Happ, has last 50 plate appearances in the minors has looked phenomenal. I want to <laughs> say his OBP is literally in the low 600s, so he's really starting to see the ball well down there. And with how bad Albert Almora has been, I would not be shocked at all if Almora gets sent down and they do like a flip with him and Ian Happ. I mean, Almora's approach at the plate is just brutal right now. He's got no plate discipline. I don't know why he let off today. I mean, he's got like a 280 OBP. It's just pretty bad. Like, I'm excited about the Cubs moving forward. They've looked great recently, but if you're going to be negative about something – It's Albert Almora right now.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point. And as you said, he was batting leadoff today with a horrible LBP. And Joe likes to do that from time to time. He likes to take struggling guys and move them up in the order a little bit. But Almora did not take advantage. He did not seize the opportunity today. As you said, bad plate appearances. He's just not seeing that ball well. And when Ian Happ first went to the minors, he struggled mightily. But it's sounding like he's coming back. And seeing the ball well again, so you may be right. They might switch them out. Almora definitely has a better glove, but as we know, sometimes your glove doesn't save you. We need uh, some offense. We need some run support. So, I think uh, a flip may be in order.
1: I like that. Yeah, I I, I retract my statement with a flip because like you may you maybe send down Almora for a little bit to try and work on work on some things offensively, but. As the divisional race heats up, he would, if he doesn't, like if happens ends up being a better hitter and a better player, he'll still sub in at the end of games for defensive replacements. So I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any scenario where he just, like, they send him down for the rest of the year because he's yeah. that good defensively. But I think we could start to see Ian Hap come up. I don't know who they'd send down, but I think Ian Hap deserves a shot.
0: Yeah, I I do too. I uh, Ian Happ was uh, he had some good years with the Cubs. I I did like his plate appearances for a while, and then he just turned in almost like an Albert Elmore. three pitches and and he was out. But yeah, I I also agree. I think that as the rosters expand and and more people are allowed to come up and be on the bench, you're right. It, we need more depth, and Ian Happ could definitely give us that depth.
1: Yeah, I think he, I mean, at one point last year, around this time, I remember he had like an 850 OPS. I mean, he was a high, I remember he was in a lot of talks to be the centerpiece in trades for the Cubs, and the Cubs didn't pull the trigger. But, I mean, the potential's there, and he's just got to, I don't know, he's just got to put it all together. It seems like when he's good at not walking or not striking out as much, then he's not getting as many hits. When he's hitting the ball really hard, He's also striking out a lot more. So it's just like he's not putting it all together. So we'll see if he can do that. But also, another thing I wanted to talk about it was it was good to see Addison Russell get on the board today with a home run. Yes. I mean, he gets a lot of hate from Cubs fan base because of his off field actions, which is obviously warranted and reasonable. But I honestly do not think he's been nearly as bad as fans trash him for to be honest because like he's still a very very good defensive fielder at second base he's been a below average hitter this year yes but he's like he hasn't been that bad for them to just to get the amount of hate he does i still think he can turn it around he's proven in past seasons to be a slightly above average hitter and when his gloves that good it's really all you need
0: yes i i agree i agree last night we talked about addison russell and and Robel Garcia and we compared the two and right now as you said Russell's batting below average but I also don't think he deserves as much hate as the fans give him I think he gets a bad rap because you know the outside stuff and he does deserve what he gets from the outside stuff but it can't become hating him for his baseball when his baseball is not as bad as you're hating him for so I think Robel Garcia is a great option but Addison Russell needs to stay in that lineup. He, he's also a part, a, he was a key part in the 2016 run with the Cubs. So for morale and stuff, he needs to be on that lineup. He needs to be on that bench with everyone.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, similar to Almora, at the very least, he will be a late inning defensive replacement when they're winning. Cause I mean, there's no. And that's if Robel Garcia continues to hit this well, but there's absolutely no way he keeps this up. I mean, he's has a nine thirteen slugging percentage right now, which is just absolutely absurd. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a one three OPS, so that would literally lead the entire MLB. So there's gonna be some regression there. We just gotta hope he regresses and is still like above average. And he doesn't regress to the point where he's just striking out every time. There is one concern. I'm looking up on Fangrass right now. His strikeout percentage is 42.3%. That is very, very high.
0: So hopefully
1: they're not starting to get a lot of information on him and starting to figure out some weaknesses. So we'll see how that pans out.
0: Yeah, that does happen where they will figure you out. And he has been a two-outcome type of guy strike out home run in minors but I talked about that last night it's been good to see him ripping the ball down the line and stuff but uh, let's move on to uh Friday what do you think uh what since you're new you're new and this is your first episode what are your cubs picks to click Friday who do you who are you feeling good about
1: i mean it depends on the lineup obviously but i mean Riz or madden does whatever he pleases as you well know but i'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Rizzo. I feel like he hasn't had a home run in a while. To be honest, he's kind of not—I wouldn't say like a big slump, but he just hasn't been as good the past. I don't want to say. I so want to say like two, three, four weeks. But I'm gonna go with Rizzo. I'm feeling it.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, I would also go with Rizzo, but I'm gonna go with uh, Lester. As I said before, I'm looking for him to get deeper in the game. I'm hoping he gives us at least seven strong innings in. Uh, we can put up some big numbers on the board with the Heat, and maybe the wind will be blowing out. But those are my picks to click.
1: Like it, like it. We need Lester, Definitely need him. Hopefully they start stringing together some series that they win consecutively. I mean, I'm not asking for the Cubs to just sweep everybody they play. All you got to do is focus on winning each series.
0: Nice. Yep, very true. All right, so the Cubs take this one 5-2. to two. Yeah, Darvish goes six innings. He strikes out seven. He looked very sharp, only giving up two hits. Uh, great game, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, it was as good as I've seen in a while. And might I add that I think it was in the top of the six when Yu Darvish threw three consecutive 98-mile-per-hour fastballs and blew one right by Yas- Yasiel Puig. Darvish finally showed a lot of emotion on the mound pumped his fists, I want to say at least three, four times. So that, that gave me kind of some chills when I was watching, I don't know about you, but it's good to see yep. him really showing some fire out there.
0: Yeah. I also noticed that emotion. I, I liked when he struck struck out Puig and he just pumped that fist. He's getting into it. The Cubs are getting into it. Let's close this one out. This has been a Cubs on tap episode presented by on tap sports network. Uh, Brian, you want to say anything, any final words?
1: Nope just it was good to be on here for the first time hopefully I'm going to be on here for many more times after that but I appreciate it Nick we'll see you, you next time all go right sounds good go cup go